Go to College, They Said, a podcast hosted by Get Involved NC, your center for student engagement and leadership at Niagara College. We're here for students who are looking to make the most out of their time in college, enhance their experience, make connections, and gain a competitive edge. This is an all-access pass for students to listen, learn, and start to lead with their best professional foot forward. So go to college, they said. It'll be fun, they said. All right, and welcome back to Go to College, They Said. Super excited to be talking to you guys as we head into season two. And I'm I'm host Sarah from our Center for Student Engagement and Leadership, as always. But I am joined today by two of our academic advisors, Catherine and Cynthia. So I will hand it off to them in a few minutes just to introduce themselves. But thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I'm excited to dive into this episode. What we're going to be talking about is everything you need to do, whether you are a new or returning student, to prepare for this fall semester we have coming up, September 2020, that everyone has been long awaiting to come. It is a fall start that no one has experienced, so we're excited to shine some light and what you should be doing, kind of like a little checklist for you along the way. So, Catherine, do you want to introduce yourself first? Sure. So, hi. Thanks for having me. Um, Yes, my name is Catherine, (laughs) and I am the academic advisor for trades and apprenticeships at the Welland campus. I'm really looking forward to September. I know it's going to be pretty different for a lot of people, but Cynthia and I are here today to just really make sure that you feel comfortable and that you are ready to go for September. And we're really going to talk a lot about all the supports that are available for you virtually and how you can get in touch with us, even though we are not in the same space together. And Cynthia? Sure. Yeah. So hi. Hello, everyone. So my name is Cynthia Manson, and I'm the academic advisor for students in the Hospitality, Tourism, and Sports School, and for the Canadian Food and Wine Institute as well. And this is in Niagara-on-the-Lake. So I'm so happy to be here. So we're going to be sharing very important information for you. Awesome. Yeah, so I'll just give a little bit of an overview before we dive in, but this is important information if you are a first-year student about to start your classes in September. Things like how to get ready to be a student, pre-orientation program called Kickstart that we'll talk about, and important information for the first day of your classes. And then information for returning students as well. So how to access these services, the importance of connecting with these advisors. So only two of your advisors in the whole Department of Activizing, but knowing how to connect with them is really important and the same across the board. So listen in for some tips and guidance for all students. You're going to be learning about being an online student and where to go for help. And a piece of advice before we get started is to just take it a day by day and and know that you're learning to learn online and the supports that we have on campus are still available to you virtually. So we just wanna reassure you that just because we're not physically together, we still are there to support you throughout your your start and your throughout your whole academic term. So let's dive right in. Okay, so for returning students, but especially for first year students, this is a fall semester that is not like any other. Academic advisors, along with the rest of engagement advising and co-op and career, our team have planned programming to help you feel prepared, connected to the Niagara College community. That's a big thing for us. I always say that I love the, the community feel that you get on campus, so we want you to be able to feel that when you're learning online as well. So that mm-hmm. comes with pre-orientation, and that's called Kickstart. So Cynthia, tell our students, like, what is Kickstart? 
Yeah, thank you. So Kickstarter is uh, our pre-orientation program, so designed to help first-year students with their transition into an ARA college. And yes, we know that this year, so we'll have, um, it will look a little bit different, so we will have different live sessions for each program. And it, it is really just an opportunity to learn more about your program specifics prior to starting school. And, and a chance to really ask any questions that you may have. We encourage students to check the Orientation 2020 website. It has a full schedule for the nodal program, so it will be the week of August 14th. And for the Welland program, so it will be the week of August 24th. We also prepared some academic advising modules. These will be available weekly, starting this week, actually, the first week of August. And these modules will help students prepare for September, and they will be posted on the uh, Kickstarter orientation website as well. Amazing. And we'll put the, we'll link the website in the show notes and it'll be all over our Instagram. And so you guys will know where to find it, but students cannot attend or miss the time. Yeah. So for those students that might be working or have a lot of commitments and are not able to meet with us uh, during the live sessions, all the live sessions will be recorded and you will be able to access your session by emailing your academic advisor. If you don't know who your academic advisor is, so just go into the academic advising page, so which is www.nayaracollege.ca slash advising. And especially if you are an international student, so make sure to connect with your uh, international student advisor. And really just to remind you that the team of advisors is here to support you. So kind of going into another element preparing, I know a lot of students get excited about their timetable, their textbooks, their material. So as students prepare, there are essentials that they require before starting classes, but also may have individual needs. So scheduling, uh, revisiting their academic plan, things like that, that they want to get out before classes begin. Students are probably wondering how to select timetables for So how do they do that, Catherine? So timetable selection starts August 6th, but not all students are going to be selecting their timetable on the same day. So you do need to go onto your MyNC and check for your specific program and level um, to ensure that you are selecting your timetable on the day that is for your program. Timetable selection starts at 7 a.m. So get up bright and early and make sure you get in there and pick the timetable that works best for you. But if you can't get in there on the day at 7 a.m., just make sure that you're picking your timetable as soon as possible so that we can make sure that there is a seat for you. Um, and as long as you've paid your $250 deposit, you should be able to access your timetable. If you can't, you do need to contact Nicole SOS. So just N-I-C-O-L-E-S-O-S at niagaracollege.ca and their team there can help you out. Perfect. And I will know one thing that I always do find we explain, especially to people who are either new to the college system, is that you're going to be selecting a block. You don't have to go with all of your individual courses, which is so nice that I know I I came from a university background before I, I did my college program and just going in and being like, I select a block. I don't select every single one of my courses. I don't have to go in and like fight for a spot in each class. So you can play around depending on the size of your classes. That's the difference in the blocks is that some programs that are larger may have more blocks offered and it's just a difference in the time. It's not a difference in the classes that you'll be taking. For sure. The only thing I will note though is that if a student has a general elective, that is the choice that you get. Or if you have liberal electives uh, for some of our GAS programs and some of the programs at the Noddle campus. But yeah, it's great. You just pick Mm -hmm. a block, 
once you're enrolled, you're good to go. Um, For all those mandatory you, classes. Exactly, exactly. So what if a student needs other classes that aren't in their timetable block or want to make those changes? So you do have a bit of a waiting period in between when you pick your timetable and when you can make changes. Limited part-time registration opens on August 31st. So that is the day that students can go in and try and add additional courses or change the time of courses if things aren't working for them. Just to note though, you know, there is no guarantee at that point because it's the, all the classes are open up to, the, to anybody at Niagara College. So it's going to be based on enrollment and the availability of the classes and how it really is going to fit with your timetable. So what we always suggest to students is that if you are considering making changes to your timetable or if you do have classes that you need to pick up from previous semesters, that you connect with your academic advisor because we can really guide you in terms of what is available. Um, we understand, you know, how the prerequisites work. So we know how to create an individualized plan for you as a student. So just reach out to us before you start going wild. On, rolls on your time. <laughs> I repeat, connect with your advisor. No, that's great. So when students have their timetable, they're all set, they've got their block, they're excited to jump into their courses, but they need their materials. So what about textbooks and materials? So first year students, you're probably wondering what you're going to need. So it's going to be really important that you attend your program information session that is going to be with your program coordinator and your associate dean and potentially some of your faculty during the orientation sessions that are going to be happening in September. And they will let you know what you need. If there's anything that, you know, you need a kit maybe for your program or if you need special PPE, things like that. But for all students, once you have your timetable, you can go onto the bookstore websites and search your course codes. That will link you to the textbooks that you do need for those classes. And just then, you know, continue to make, to continue or start if you haven't already, checking your student email and your Blackboard daily leading up to the start of school, just to make sure that you are getting those important messages from your faculty and from your program coordinators. So you do have the materials that you need to start classes. Great advice. So now that everyone will know how to get their timetable, know how to get their materials, we're going to talk about setting yourself up for success. So we've said it once and we'll say it again. <laughs> All 2020 is going to be different from any other semester we've ever experienced as a whole. So we're all in this together. There will certainly be challenges as well as new processes to learn software and technology to master and additional considerations for health and safety for all. So it will be a change in adjustment, but regardless of what stage your education is at, the entire engagement advising and career team, along with all of student services want to help you make sure that you are set up for success. How should students be preparing for September 2020? That is a loaded question, but what do you... <laughs> it is. <laughs> yes, yeah, so indeed. So this school year, so might feel somewhat different for students. Um, and it's just a reality, right? But please carefully review your timetable, um, especially just to determine how your classes are going to be delivered. So whether they are going to be all online or all in class or might be a combination of both, right? And now we really, really encourage students to check the ANSI website for the fall 2020 plan because they will be able to filter by school of study and see how each course is, uh, is going to be delivered. 
another piece of advice is really keep checking your email and your school blackboard for specific um, instructions for depending on the class especially from your instructors or from the associate dean in the case if you are a first year student so this will be explained further during your program information session as Catherine mentioned during uh, orientation but for returning students please check your timetable so that will be really the uh, place to go. Now, another way to prepare for September really is to be proactive. It is important and more than ever for you to be proactive this year. If you have questions about your timetable or when classes will start, etc., it's really better to ask than assume or to be sorry, you know. So if you have been off or on co-op, so probably you were on your co-op this past uh, spring summer, Please review your notes from last semester, just as a refresher to a student, let's say, uh, with an upcoming co-op. So then you need to regularly check your NC email as well as the My Career Portal. This is just for important information on co-op prep classes or co-op supports from your co-op consultants, but do some research on your own as well. So it is important that you do that and that you don't lose track of this. Last but not least, really, uh, since you are going to be spending more time learning from home, think about where you're going to study. So where your work space is. So if you have all the things that you need, what about your working computer, your internet connection, good lighting, proper chairs, all of these things are important to do well in your courses, really. So these are just a few tips to help you get ready for September. Yeah, I love that. And I think that that last tip you gave about your workspace is huge. And, and I know that we went through that when we started working from home is yourself up a good, a good positive workspace. So take the find out what worked for you and, and that might take a few tries. So don't get discouraged and, and wait till you get into your good groove. Catherine, what kind of supports are available for students for fall 2020? So any of the supports that we have offered in the past on campus are still going to be offered uh, virtually. I know talking on the phone might be weird for people or using a video chat might be a little strange but this is just our reality right now and it's something to get used to. Just think of all the skills that you can talk about in job interviews in the future about how you were able to pivot and deal and be flexible. But all of our supports are going to be available. So our counselors and our accessibility consultants are still available via the phone or video conferencing. You can always email to set up an appointment. You know, there's going to be some stress I'm sure for a lot of students as they enter, you know, this, this new learning environment and school and everything else that's going on and potentially is going to amplify that. So making sure that you reach out to counselors, making sure that you use these services to help with your learning is going to benefit you in the long run. Um, our Indigenous student success leaders are going to be available virtually. So for our Indigenous students who are looking to build a community at Niagara College, they are still going to be available via email, phone, over video chat. Just because we're not together in person and you can't visit the gardens or visit the lounge doesn't mean that you can't start making those connections now. Academic drop-in sessions and tutoring are also going to be offered online. Our drop-in sessions are sometimes in a group setting, but often they're one-on-one -on -one with a facilitator, which is great. Our library staff is going to be available to support through text or chat. 
you can check out the library website. There's awesome research guides for all of the different programs and subject areas uh, at Niagara College. And there's usually a, a librarian that is the expert in your program area. So be sure to check that out too. As Cynthia mentioned, you know, you can book one-on-one -on -one appointments with your co-op consultant. You can connect with our career service team as well. They can still help you with your resume and your cover letter and your interview skills. It's just, you know, even though we can't be face-to-face, -face, there's still ways that we can connect and see each other and put you on the path to success. Yeah, you are definitely still fully supported throughout this. And I love that you mentioned the skills that they're gaining. We talked about it in a previous episode about how this kind of cohort of students that are going through this are going to be so adaptable and so flexible to their learning space that they can transfer that into employment. And it, it, it really is going to be a positive thing. I know sometimes it's not what you expected, but try and look at the, look at the bright side and try and... Mm -hmm out of it because you guys are really going to be able to speak to this experience and that's sure. come up in interviews and showcasing your attitude the view you took on it is what's going to set you apart for it, sure so cynthia what if students have concerns about being a virtual learner yeah so we understand that there might be some students that might feel you know a little bit anxious about learning online but please the students out there so rest assured that there are different supports in place and Catherine so just mentioned some of them and we really would encourage you to check the different resources, for example, on the academic advising website. And you might also want to check especially the learning portal from College Libraries Ontario. So it has very, very useful information about different topics such as, you know, staying motivated, which is huge when you are learning online. So you are, don't, you are not having really that face-to-face uh, interaction so it's kind of hard to stay on track so please check this module so staying motivated there are more information there's more information about uh, like navigating technology academic integrity for example and study smart but please make sure to check out the modules on the study skills or learning online sections as well so it has great information out there for students and we do recognize that it might not be ideal like the learning style for every student but it's important for the students to recognize when they need help. So if you had an IEP, so when you were in high school, well, then probably you will need a letter of accommodations here at Nara College. So we want to help you connect with the different support services in place. So we need to hear from you, right? So don't be afraid of taking online courses. So that would be just really another piece of advice. It is just a new type of learning and it will require new skills, right? And you can do it. So some of the skills that you might need, so it's time management, and it's because you are not going to be going into your classes, so you can still set some specific time for specific classes during the day. Um, what about that interesting motivation, research skills, so all of those skills that you will need, but again, academic advisors will help you coach you in developing those skills, so please just don't hesitate to reach out to us. Yeah, I think that is really important, the communication piece. If you were physically in class and you needed support or you needed something, we can never read your minds. You always have to, I always kind of say you're in college now and, and you have to advocate for yourself and speak up. And sometimes you don't know who to ask. At least with this connection to your advisors and to the engagement team, you know that you can always utilize that email, your college email, and, and connect with us, ask a question. And even if it doesn't really relate to specifically what we do, we'll connect you with, with where you need to 
be directed to answer that question or we'll find you that answer. So just taking that step and advocating for yourself is really, really important, especially when we are virtual is to stay connected and communicate. So I love all of that advice. Catherine, what should students keep in mind when taking online classes? Well, first and foremost, you still need to remember that they are classes. Just because you don't have an instructor in front of you to motivate you, it doesn't mean that they are not as important or, you know, you can kind of just ride out the semester and see how things go. You still need to put the time and the effort in that you would for an in-person class. So if it's a three credit online class, the expectation is that you're still putting in three hours of work online. Being online, you know, I think Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and everything, it's easier to be less professional, right? But in this case, when you are taking these classes, you do have to be professional. Your instructors are going to be looking for the same level of rigor in your work and the same level of research that you would have if you were in person. So our Student Rights and Responsibilities Office also has a netiquette guide that they've put out. It might be helpful to take a look at that and some of the suggestions that they have about, you know, things you should and should not do in an online learning environment. One that I think is very funny, typing in all capitals. People may interpret that as you yelling at them. So, you know, just being mindful of those kind of things as you are participating in online classes. And then our library also has research help and citation and plagiarism modules that if you maybe need a little bit of a refresher on some of those, taking a look at those types of supports, you're still accountable to the student code of conduct, even when you are participating in online classes. And, uh, you know, we've talked about the different supports that are available and we're just going to keep reiterating it you do need to reach out you do need to let us know when you need help use the use the supports that are available to you maybe you want to use a uh, communication drop-in session to have them help look at some of your assignments and figure out the best way to structure an essay or something like that or even you know using your classmates to help you proofread your assignments or your discussion board posts before you post them online even though you might not have as much contact with your peers there's still ways that you can connect through Teams, through Zoom, on Facebook Messenger, things. I don't know what the youth are using now. Do people still use Facebook Messenger? You're still with it, Catherine. I'm still with it. Okay, great. Um, so group work, you know, group work could happen virtually too. So just making sure that you keep those lines of communication open with your peers and with your instructors. If you're unsure about the policies of the college or what is required, the academic advising modules that Cynthia had mentioned for our pre-orientation, the kickstart, they're available to all students. So you can take a look at those, uh, see where you can find some of the different policies that maybe are linked directly to online learning or classroom conduct and things like that. And, you know, just remembering that you are the manager of your own time. We're all dealing with this together and figuring out how to, you know, have your office home or your home school things work, but you still have to kind of commit. You have to commit to the time that it takes to do online courses, maybe putting them right into a schedule so that you know from one to three on a Tuesday, you're doing your calm 1133 class, even though it's not specifically at that time. We're just gonna keep saying it. If you're struggling at any point, please, please, please reach out to your academic advisors and we can help you kind of navigate this new world together. Yeah, and do it on the forefront. Like don't wait till you're kind of in the thick of it. If you feel yourself being unsure about something, speak up and ask. It's better to clarify than it is to try and catch up. Exactly. From Right from the get-go, 
we always welcome questions and would rather you get to us early and, and we can help kind of ease any sort of stress from the beginning. Cynthia, how can students stay connected with the NC community in an online learning or hybrid learning model? Well, and I'm sure that all the students and Mr. will be kind of familiar with this. Uh, it is quite simple. Really, the best way to do that is if the students check their NC email and Blackboard every single day. Students, so please don't think that just because you are in senior instructors, so they are, are not there for you to support you. Just reach out. So use those virtual office hours that they will have. So probably schedule a Zoom or a team meeting so with uh, your instructors or classmates as well so you can see each other's faces, right? I mean, so that interaction is gonna be valuable and you're gonna be making uh, connections as well. Another way, like the CISL, which is the uh, Center for Student Engagement and Leadership Office, offers programming and supports and one of them is a peer mentoring program and the lead program. And it's, this is just a great, great way to meet other students. This same office, the CISOL office, also works closely with Student Administrative Council. And they just put together fun activities, fun programming, including virtual formats and online contests. So it is great if you can actually connect with them. Finally, another way to really create community and meet other people. So we'll be um, just by reaching out to us. So we can help you connect with people. If you are unsure how to do that, we need to hear from you, right? So if you don't reach out to us, so then we don't know what you need and that you need help. So we cannot really emphasize that enough. So just let us know how we can help and we will be there for you. Yes, and thank you for that plug for peer mentoring. <laughs> if anyone needs more information on either program, contact me. So you can reach out to, even if you have a question, you can contact your e-mentor and that's just peermentoring at niagaracollege.ca. If you want more information on the leadership program, which I was gonna mention when Catherine mentioned professionalism. I always tell all my leaders, which every student should want to be a leader, that everyone you meet is a potential employer, and that includes people virtually. So your professors are going to be people that you're either wanting to connect with because they're in the field in the industry that you're studying, or they're going to be people that you're wanting to connect with as references for when you are on that job search. So always maintain that professionalism, even virtually and online. If you are wanting to dive more into leadership, contact lead at niagaracollege.ca and we can chat more. Lastly, Catherine, I'll ask you, what would you advise students at this point of the year? So we are about a month out from when school is starting. So students maybe are feeling excited. Um, maybe they're feeling a little bit scared. At this point, really start thinking about how you're going to take care of yourself. Self-care is going to be really important for students coming to Niagara College for the first time as first-year students. Um, and even for our students that are coming back after a break, it's going to be exciting and different. And you need to find that balance. You need to be able to say, okay, this is when I'm going to be doing my school. This is when I am dealing with all of my home life things. And now this is the time that I'm taking for myself because we're still going to school during a pandemic. And I think we all need to recognize that and recognize that there are additional stressors and factors that are going to be impacting students at this point. And, you know, when you do start to feel that stress or when you do start to, to kind of go down that hole, you need to remember that there are supports for you. So if you haven't already looked at the health and wellness website, if you haven't already connected with an accessibility consultant and you know that's something that you're going to need as a student, 
start making those connections now and start sending those emails now, just so that you can feel a little more prepared for school to start on September 9th. Advisors too, you know, if the stress is too much or if, if you're finding it difficult to maintain a balance in your home life and your work and your school, uh, reducing your course load may help. Um, so advisors can help you figure out what classes are, you know, priority uh, and maybe there are some classes that you can put off until a later date and we're happy to help with that. And, you know, staying connected with your peers now you maybe you know people from your program in previous semesters or maybe you're part of the Facebook group for our level one students. Connecting with people now and making those online friendships that you can see blossom into real person friendships maybe at a, at a later date, that's going to be really important to, to build your community at Niagara College and to make sure that you are supported in and outside of the classroom. And then, you know, we're going to say it again, make sure you're reaching out to us, make sure you're connecting with your advisor. If we don't have the answer, we know the person that does. So we can connect you with other resources on campus and make sure that you are off to a good start. Amazing. Such good advice. I hope that there are so many takeaways that just kind of hit home for students who are getting excited to gear up for their fall 2020. What is the last way, Cynthia, that just as a reminder, how can students connect with their advisor? Students, uh, the way I mean that you can connect with your academic advisor, so is uh, by visiting the website. And the website is www.nairacollege.ca slash advising. So you will be able to find your advisor depending on the program that you are in. And again, if you are an international student, so make sure to go into the ISA tab. ISA stands for International Student Advisor. Amazing. So thank you both for so much great advice. We are all looking forward to a great fall 2020. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.